also Pastor Lee did ask for me to share with y'all that he sends his love. Um, we miss him, but we're just so grateful for what he's, you know, what the Lord has him, has him doing. He's ministering out in Arkansas. And just we're so thankful for how the Lord uses him for the sake of the kingdom of God and to prepare um, the bride of Christ. So um, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this night, Lord. I thank you that we can gather together. I thank you for Pastor Lee, Lord. We, we just all agree in prayer. We pray that you would be with them, Lord. That you would fill up with your spirit, Lord. That you would use him mightily, Lord, for your kingdom, Lord. For your purposes in the earth, Lord. We pray you would refresh him, Lord, and strengthen him, God. I pray, Lord, I just thank you for what you have spoken to me. For how you have encouraged me through your word, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that, that by the power of your spirit, you would give me the ability to speak and articulate what you have encouraged me with, Lord. Let your body be encouraged tonight, Lord. Let your body be edified, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I have been hearing the word performance just everywhere. Um, I've been hearing it in sermons. I've been hearing it in things that I read, just performance, performance. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I am listening to you. What do you want to say to me? And he has been teaching me and speaking to me and dealing with me. And what I'm going to share with you tonight is just a very raw work that he has been doing in my heart. And so what I have to share with you tonight is called Let Go of the Pressure to Perform. Let Go of the pressure to perform. And I'm gonna read the definition of performance so that you know what, what performance I'm talking about. It's not the theatrical kind. But performance is the execution of an action, something accomplished, how well a person or a machine does a piece of work or an action. And I think we all know that we live in a very performance-driven culture especially in America, the world loves you based on what you can produce, what you can crank out, what you can perform, um, what you can contribute to the world. That's, that's where it, it finds its value and that's you know why it loves you. And our mentality in America a lot of the times can be you know performance, performance. How are my investments performing? How is my sports team performing? How am I performing at my job? How did I perform on that test? How am I performing as a parent, as a mom? How am I performing as an athlete? Performance, performance, performance. And there isn't a lot of room for failure and mistakes in the world. I was watching um, ESPN College Game Day on Saturday, and I know Matt is really proud of me for watching that. It's not necessarily the Sports, it's the stories that they tell. I love watching the stories, and I know the women that watch it, y'all know what I'm talking about. But um, there was a particular player that a coach was talking about, and he was saying that this player was so self-consumed and so self-obsessed with his own performance, his eyes were just so on himself that he couldn't just enjoy playing the game with his team. He just had lost the joy of the game. And that resonated with me so much because I can be so self-concerned and so self-consumed with my own performance when it comes to serving the Lord that I can't just enjoy being with the Lord and just enjoy the privilege and the simple joy of serving Jesus. And I believe Satan would really love to suck 
all of the joy out of serving the Lord and cause us to keep our eyes fixated on ourselves and our failures. Satan would love for that performance-driven nature and course of the world to intermingle with our perception of how God our Father sees us and in how we view serving him. Are y'all with me? But in the kingdom of God, I thank God we are not called to perform. We are not called to perform. We are called to follow Jesus. We are called to give him our heart. And we are called to just abide and rest in him and remain in him. And it's not that we're lazy or slothful. You know, we work heartily for the Lord in whatever we do. We love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Whatever our hand finds to do, we do it with all of our might by his grace. And we strive to serve him with excellence by the grace of God. Because he has chosen us. He has given us gifts to operate in for his body and for the lost and for his glory and for his kingdom. He wants to use us. And that is so exciting. That is a, it's an adventure. It's so exciting. But I thank God that a giant, glaring, overarching truth in the word of God from beginning to end, Genesis to Revelation, is that God has never depended on the performance of man in order to accomplish and carry out his purposes in the earth and for eternity. I thank God for that truth. It's not on our shoulders, y'all. It's not on our shoulders. Psalms 147, verses 10 through 11. His delight is not in the strength of a horse, nor his pleasure in the legs of a man, but the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him. In those who hope in his steadfast love, his delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor his pleasure in the legs of a man. He's not looking for our strength. He's not looking for our ability. He's not called us to perform. Thank God. And I think of just the example of Abraham. God said to Abraham that he would be the father of nations. And in him, all the nations of the earth would be blessed. And Abraham could not have even have imagined what God ultimately meant by that, let alone carry that out and perform that in his life. Although he and Sarah tried, right? We know that from the story that they tried. But ultimately down the line of Abraham, and it was made up of a line of people who failed and made mistakes. We got our Jesus. We got our Messiah. And in him, Nations upon nations have been blessed. And we, as people who follow Jesus, we have been blessed with the, the blessing of salvation and redemption and every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. God performed it. It was God who had to do it, not man. I think of Paul. This passage encourages me greatly. Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1-5, through 5, he says, And I, brethren... When I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Christ Jesus and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit 
and the power of God, that your faith would not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Paul understood. He's like, y'all, it's not me. It's not in my ability. It's not my ability to perform. It is the demonstration of the spirit and the power of God. Zechariah 4, verse 6, it says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And so in light of this big truth from the Bible, God has been asking me some questions. And I want to pose those to y'all tonight. How does it impact you knowing that God does not depend on your performance? How does it impact you knowing that God chooses to use very imperfect people? How does it impact you knowing the truth that God can work through your failures? I'll answer for me and just say that it brings me great, great comfort and hope. And it takes the pressure off of me and it brings me Freedom just to serve the Lord with joy and excitement. I'm freed from thinking that I need to be perfect and perfectly perform in order to be used by God. And I'm given so much hope for those times when I fail. And it's just exciting. It's like, Lord, yeah, I can't do this. I am so incapable. But you are not. You are able. And so let's go do it. It's exciting. It's an adventure. And that is a reality. And so... Why do we struggle? Why would we ever struggle with performance pressure or performance anxiety? What is underneath all of that? What is the root cause of it all? And there's many things, I'm sure. Fear, fear of failure, pride, just being self-consumed, unnecessary anxiety about not meeting people's expectations, feeling like we need to maintain some type of status, a broken and fragile human ego that only Jesus can heal. A desire to seek value and love from somewhere other than Jesus. Maybe we've allowed the performance culture that we are surrounded with every day to get intermingled with how we perceive God our Father sees us. And we think we somehow need to, to earn his love or do things to please him. Or maybe we so badly want to be valuable to the kingdom of God. That we forget that Jesus just said to follow him. And just to remain in him and abide in him. That he could be the one to produce fruit and bear the fruit through our lives that he desires to bring forth. And I thank God that he can deliver us. And that it isn't about us at all. But it's all about Jesus. And there is one who has perfectly performed. Perfectly performed. And that is our Jesus. We can rest in his perfect performance. Jesus has perfectly fulfilled every prophecy. Jesus was perfectly obedient to the Father. Hebrews 5 verse 9 says, In being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Jesus was perfectly good and righteous and without sin. He perfectly fulfilled God's law. He perfectly served. He perfectly laid down his life. We get to rest in the perfect performance of Jesus Christ, our Jesus our Messiah. Psalm 103, verses 11, it says, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. And I'm so thankful for his love, y'all. It is perfect. We are perfectly loved. We are rich in his love. And it's just when we realize how perfectly, how perfectly loved we are, 
by our Father and by Jesus, our Savior, all of that performance anxiety and pressure to perform, it just melts away because everything that I do now, all of my service to him, everything that comes out of me, it is just an overflow of my heart that just wants to respond to the perfect love of my Father and of Jesus and everything else, all of that pressure to perform, it just melts away. It just melts away. We have been given so much in Christ and no performance of man could ever have earned it. We could never have earned it. It has just been freely given to us by faith. Faith in Jesus. We are accepted in the beloved. We have been adopted as sons and daughters of the Most High. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. No performance of ours could ever have earned it. So whenever we're serving him, why do we ever think that we need to perform? Or that it's on our shoulders? Or that it all hinges on us? This truth exposes how foolish that thinking can be. And I thank God that riches have been bestowed upon us and it had nothing to do with us. We just put our faith in Christ. It's been a gift. And we can let go of the pressure to perform, y'all. And I'm so thankful for that truth. I'm so thankful for that. And I just want that to be a reality in my life every day as I walk with the Lord and as I serve Him. Lord, let everything that I do just be a natural overflow from my heart. It just wants to respond to your perfect love for me. Lord God, I just thank you. I thank you that you love us so perfectly. I thank you, Lord, that you have not called us to perform. You have not called us to perfectly accomplish or execute, Lord. Lord, I thank you that it is not on our shoulders. Lord, I just thank you. It's by grace through faith, Lord. We just look to you, Jesus, who has already perfectly performed. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, that you desire to use us. Thank you, Lord. It's exciting. Thank you for the adventure of it all, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We praise your name, Lord. In Jesus' name.